0: G'day, g'day to my favorite podcasting crew. I am thrilled to be sitting down to have this conversation with you today and I am apologizing in advance if Ruby starts barking, if the neighborhood keeps making noise. There's so much construction happening in our street at the moment and I feel like there's someone at the door like every five to ten minutes, which is a super exaggeration, but you get my drift. Today's conversation is all about enoughness, feeling like you're too much, feeling like you're not enough, the disease to please, like that, that feeling that, you know, whenever we're feeling like we're not enough, we're often looking to others to validate our experience. Um, There's also a lot of self-doubt that's wrapped up in there. So this is going to be a big and lofty episode. I can't wait to jam with you on all the things. I'll be hopefully leaving you with a couple of little pointers on how to navigate it and understand it, if this is something that you experience. But before even getting into that, I want you to know that we all have moments where we are rocking this pendulum from feeling not enough to feeling like we're too much, but let's try to find that sweet spot. Okay, so since I put a little taster up on my Instagram, my inbox went bonkers because this is a topic that I think we can all relate to. And you know what's really funny about it? Like you would think that feeling like you are not enough and feeling like you are too much, that you'd feel like, and you wouldn't be like, you'd assume that they're two totally different issues. But what it actually comes down to is a lack of belief in yourself, right? So they're very, they're two sides of the same coin, if you know what I mean. So hands up or give me a hell yeah if you've ever felt like you are not enough. I can hear everyone just like, me, me. And then (laughs) hands up if you have ever felt like you are too much, me, me. I'm familiar with both of them and I do so much client work around both ends of this spectrum. And it really is about finding and doing the work around being the person that you need and believing in yourself, right? Like not feeling like you enough. I am so familiar with that. That's one of my like core woundings from being a child, Um, and I've said this before, even though I had a great childhood, um, there's elements, and every single person who's listening here would have some sort of programming that they're moving through, and they're addressing in adulthood, from childhood, that isn't congruent with the way that they wanna live their life now. Like, that's completely normal, that's the work, right? And I often, hear friends or clients or, you know, I I used to feel like this until I realized that I was totally stuffing my children up and there's not a dang thing I can do about it. Everyone is so scared of giving their children things to work on in adult life. Like no one wants to mess their children up, right? I just want to let you know that you're a hundred percent going to mess them up. There is going to be something that you didn't do that they needed. You are going to say something that um, scars their little heart in some way. They are going to experience trauma. They are going to experience um, a whole ver- or like variety of different pain points. And that is part of the human experience. And to think that there is a certain pathway that we can take to gift our children, um, a lifetime of never having to work on themselves is red dick. Like I am a hundred percent sure my children will be going to therapy. I will take them. I love therapy. I think it's an amazing tool. I love coaches. I love, um, you know, inner work. And if my children think that they're going to be above that, they're kidding themselves. So let's all obviously the more aware that we are, the better that we do. But I truly do believe that resilience comes from struggle. So whatever that is, as long as we're all doing the best that we can on any given day. And even that's a lot of pressure. Let's just, let's just make it through the day. That's like lower the bar and get through the day. Anyway, I'm totally digressing. So the feeling that you are not enough sucks. The feeling that you are too much equally sucks. And it all comes down to a belief that you are looking for approval outside of yourself, right? If you were solid in your belief in that moment that you were everything that you need to be, that you are okay with who you are, then you wouldn't be putting your sense of self in the hands of someone else. Now, I wrote it in, I think it was Becoming Brave, that my sense of self is no longer dependent upon anyone else's opinion of me. And I still 100% believe this to this day. However, I do know how easy it is to get into that cycle of people-pleasing where we want to be accepted, where we want to be seen, validated and appreciated. And all of those are perfectly normal and completely healthy human requirements, right? Like we need to feel seen and heard. It's one of the most therapeutic experiences in terms of healing and connection and feeling like connected to another human being or to source or to ourselves is absolutely like crucial in the human experience if you want to live a meaningful and fulfilled life. When we place our worth and we look for approval in the eyes and the hands and the arms and the the mouths of others, that's when things get a bit sketchy. Hey, like we are looking and searching for approval often outside of ourselves without even, you know, acknowledging it like and I'm not like it's everywhere right like I know I've doubted myself a lot over the last couple of months since starting um, my degree I've been thrown into so many experiences that I am so far out of my depth like I'm literally struggling you know to keep treading water so obviously I start doubting myself right that's okay. Um, other instances that you can, you know, start to look outside of yourself and really start to like doubt your self-worth and your enoughness, be that too much or too little it's relationships, friendship, relationships, working relationships, um, romantic relationships. Oh my goodness. If they are ever going to, like, if there's ever anything that is going to show you your stuff, it's start a business or get into a relationship right? Starting a business where you have to start showing up, you have to put yourself out there. You have to believe in your products. You have to talk to people. You have to believe in yourself. That is going to show you where the cracks are, right? And the same thing with a relationship. If you are like in the dating world, and I know a lot of, um, my amazing listeners here are single, or if you're dating, um, You know, nothing is going to show you your shit more than becoming vulnerable and having that desire to connect with other people. And especially if you like them, you know, like dating and relating is hectic for um, showing you where the hurt still lies. It is also unbelievably healing. Like dating and relating and being in relationships and partnerships with other people. Again, even if you've been married 10, 15, 20 years, you're still going to be triggered by a significant, your significant other or your best friend or whatever. And your wounding is going to show up and you are going to wonder, am I enough? Maybe I'm too much, you know? If you are looking outside of yourself for self-worth and you're looking in the eyes, the arms, in the mouth, through the words, through the actions of someone else to tell you, nah, baby, good, you are constantly going to be giving your power away, right? Now, there is absolutely nothing wrong with wanting to be accepted. Again, that's a human need. But when that human need and that desire for connection and acceptance and community starts to eat away at you and it has you disconnected from who you are at your core, then that is what I want to talk about today. When we start to abandon ourselves and our souls in the desire to please or to fit in or to be accepted or to get approval That shit is whack. That is what I want us to try and avoid and that is what I wanna talk about today. I really, really understand so much. Like I I fully understand what it's like to wanna be part of something and it feels like, and it's really scary when you are in that dance where you want to be more you than ever before. And I know that we're all on our own personal development journey who is listening to this. I know you are because otherwise, why would you be here? Um, there's heaps of other podcasts. But if your personal development journey is important to you, then the, when you do realize that you are seeking outside of yourself and you are feeling less than and you are feeling unwelcome uncertain or fearful in that arena of enoughness, not enoughness, that you're just, you don't fit in or you're not accepted or you're not chosen or you're other. That is really scary because there's diddly fuck that you can do about it, right? I don't even know if that's a word, diddly fuck. We'll roll with it. It's awful because you have nothing to do. You cannot Control what other people think of you. Got nothing to do with you. Other people's experience of you has nothing to do with you. All right? Other people's opinions of you, their um, emotions around your choices, nothing to do with you. What other people think of you is actually none of your business. Right? It does you. No good to under, like, to know it. And other people's experiences, however they want to navigate life and choose to experience you, that's completely okay. Right? The hardest thing of it all, I think, is understanding that you are not everyone's cup of tea. And that's really challenging, especially in a family dynamic. If you like, if we're talking about mother-in-laws, sister-in-laws, you know, nans, you know, or father-in-laws, whoever it is, brother-in-laws, like all of them, all the in-laws, they're not all going to like you, right? And if you are so desperate, if you are like, well, you're not so desperate. I'm so desperate. If you are, you have such a desire to be a part of a family and to make a good impression. You know, that, that knowledge that, you know, you're a cat amongst the pigeons and people are looking at you as such, that's really hard to navigate and it's not a nice thing to be able to sit with. I see it often, you know, you will not fit in every room or be understood at every table. You will not fit in every room or be understood at every table and that is both freeing and terrifying. You are not meant to be in every relationship and not everything you say in a board meeting will be taken well, right? How good's that though? But oh my God, but yay, but oh my God, yay. But oh my God, like terrifying and also liberating, right? You are not for everyone. How does that feel? You are not for everyone. I am not for everyone. Fuck, I am so not for everyone. Like it's almost offensive (laughs) how not for everyone I am. And people let me know. There are a couple of people in my life who have no problem telling me how not for them I am. Um, Rude, right? (laughs) I am a fucking delight. Anywho, um, that's just something that I've had to learn to live with you know, and that's part of my experience. But coming back to this feeling of being too much, let's look at that, let's look at that. So when we're feeling like we're too much, like, and we're overanalyzing everything that we've said in a situation, or we've overanalyzed everything that we've done, and we're picking ourselves to pieces, and we're wondering, like, Oh, could I have done that better? Could I have said that better? Are they thinking this? Are they thinking that? Breathe, right? Take a big old mother truck and pause because their experience, again, has nothing to do with you. So please, for the love of all things sparkly, stop making their experience about you. If someone doesn't like you, that's because of whatever it is that they've gone through, whatever it is that they prioritize, whatever it is that they want for their life or their experiences, however they see you, if they see you as a threat, if they see you as intimidating, if they see you as wishy-washy, if they see you as a flake, if they see you as not good enough, first of all, fuck them, or if they see you as too much, all of that, that has nothing to do with you. People have lived their life and they're entitled to their own opinions. We do not have to agree with their opinions, but they are entitled to have them, right? If someone thinks you're too much, let them go ahead and go find less, right? Please don't ever dim your light because it's shining in someone's eyes. Like the sun doesn't give a flying fuck if it blinds you, right? The sun just keeps on shining, being all like, hey, I'm the sun. Look, I'm bringing warmth to everyone. But some people are like, oh, my eyes. And you're like, put some shades on or go the fuck inside. Because no, no, I will not dim my light to make you more comfortable. And this brings us back to one of my other things. Like you are not responsible for someone else's comfort. You're just not. You are responsible to show up as your full self. You are responsible to show up with your own desires, with your own goals and dreams and vision for this life. Please do not abandon who you are in order to make someone else more comfortable, right? Because all it will do, it's that whole keeping the peace, right? Glennon Doyle speaks about this as well. If you haven't listened to her podcast, also Reco getting around that one, you can keep the peace externally, right? But then what happens? You, you destroy the peace within, right? So it is far more self-serving, which is not a bad word. It's not a dirty word. It is for far more righteous, and honourable to honour what it is that you need and show up fully as yourself and express your emotions and express your point of view. Obviously, as long as you're not hurting anyone else, this is what I mean, then what it is to say the thing or do the thing or not do the thing to make other people happy. If you're spending your life living For other people's happiness, you are going to be really, really miserable. So when you do start to notice that you are having these feelings, like all swishing around inside, and as I'm always encouraging my clients, myself, like honestly, I check in with myself. Oh, I'm so aware. Like it's almost annoying how I'm feeling. Throughout the day, like I'm so in tune now. This is 12 years, guys, I've been doing this work of how I'm feeling. I'm so aware of my response to situations, to things, to people. I'm so in tune with any shift in my state that it's like, oh, confronting as fuck, to be fair. That I'm having like a million emotions throughout the day. But if this is new to you and we'll walk through the steps, I'll walk through them so often because we forget, we forget, we forget, we forget. It's always whenever you notice a shift in your body or you can just check in anytime, anytime throughout the day as often as what you feel. And I I wish we didn't just check in um, when we feel like a gnarly shift. Like I'd love for us to start checking in when something feels good and light like pay attention to how you feel around certain people when people lift you up and they feel golden to you pay attention to that and check in with that and be like huh that felt really great why is that but the steps are always acknowledge acknowledge it ask why is this coming up for me what's going on right now compassion no judgment of how you're ever feeling ever and then proceed you get to choose. Acknowledge, ask, compassion, proceed. So whenever you feel like there's something going on for you and you realize that you are putting your self-worth in the hands of who you are and the essence of who you are in the hands of someone else, pause, acknowledge like, well, this is not feeling very good right now. What is going on for me? Oh, I'm feeling like I'm not enough. Well, I'm feeling... I'm way too much. I feel like I've said the wrong thing. I feel like I've done the wrong thing. I feel like I shouldn't have sent that text message. I feel like I should send this text message. I feel like I need to explain myself. I feel like I should have, you know, I shouldn't have said that in class. I feel like I shouldn't have had that conversation. Oh, now this is not, I'm not talking about the healthy personal reflection because you know, you know the difference. It's when we start to spiral and when we start to doubt selves. And that's where you need to tune in. Acknowledge what's going on for you. Ask, why is this coming up for me? And that is where you can differentiate between what is empowering and what is a healthy amount of reflection where, you know what, you might have said something off the cuff that was a full bit of a dick move, right? Totally human, totally okay. Acknowledge it. Apologize, own it where needed, and move on. But I'm talking about the stuff where are spiraling, right? Why is this coming up for me? Oh, reverse engineer it, right? Oh, I'm just, I really want to fit in here. I really want them to see how hard I'm trying. I really want them to like me. I really want to be seen as smart. You know, whatever it is for you. I really want this to be a success. If they only could see this, then they would feel this you know, whatever it is, wherever we're seeking validation and we're begging someone else to see our worth. Ask, why is it coming up for me? Get your answer, right? It's never the first one. It could be like, it's always the second or third, but why is that? Because we always go surface area stuff. Well, I'm feeling really nervous because I just dropped the F bomb in that work meeting or whatever it is. And that's the surface. But why is that worrying you? Oh, because it wasn't, you know, X, Y, and Z. Keep digging, keep digging, keep digging, keep digging. Get to the core. Compassion. You're going to meet yourself with compassion there, right? You're going to meet yourself with compassion because we're not going to judge. And it's like, oh, babe, I am so sorry that you're feeling that way. That's okay. Proceed. We're going to do this. This is how I'm going to show up to this situation. Sometimes it needs your attention. Sometimes it doesn't. But you get to choose how you are as a grown-ass adult in that given moment, how you wish to proceed, right? Feel it all. We don't want to go. No one's going around double gunning it, being like, I'm so the shit. Like, I don't, I'm just always in that sweet spot. I'm always in that sweet spot. Let's talk about the sweet spot right? Because I know I've just brought it up Them, The sweet spot that I'm talking about is that moment and that feeling or those moments where you feel secure and just cruisy and chill about where you are. And I often refer to this space as where I feel set, where I feel centered. So I want you, while we're riffing on this right now, Think of a time in your life where you felt chill, like you're cool with who you are. Your sense of self is yours and yours to own. It's not dependent on outside influences. It's got nothing to do with he said, she said. You're secure with who you are. You feel good about it and you're not looking outwardly. Feel that. What does it feel like in your body to... Be proud of who you are, like to be cool with who you are, to be okay with who you are and to like who you are. What does that feel like within your body? That's your sweet spot. That is your sweet spot. And I want you to come back to that as often as you can. This is where we're set. This is where we're centered. This is our like base camp. But I like to call it whatever you want to call it for me it's my center and it's set. Right? When I feel set, I'm living in alignment with who I am. I my choices and my decisions are not dependent on other people, and I make choices and decisions based on how I want to feel and how I show up in the world, and they I don't give a flying fuck if how other people perceive them or receive them. That is a beautiful spot to be in. But In all, I'll be honest, like I can swing like a pendulum. (laughs) I go from, I used to spend a lot of time in the not enough realm, like my God, all of my twenties, I didn't feel enough. And it wasn't until my thirties that I really started to, you know, really embrace who I was, but I also am really familiar with feeling like I'm too much right because i have big feelings i have big emotions and i'm not afraid to share them because that is my authentic truth our authenticity is not up for debate our authenticity and when we live in our truth and live in our alignment it will isolate us right it will mean that we are not for everyone and we need this to be okay because we shouldn't be for everyone and you know what it's really uncomfortable when you want a seat at a certain table or you want to be part of that family or you want to be accepted and respected or um, approved of or chosen by certain people and they don't choose you then that is also going to bring you up like bring up all your shit. These moments and the things that trigger us are growth opportunities, but that doesn't mean that they're not going to sting like a mother trucking bee sting, right? Or feel like your heart's been ripped out of your chest. It will. So the thought that like we're going to be like, oh, they don't like me. That's totally fine. Oh, they think I'm a mole. I love that for me. Oh, I can't sit with them. Oh, I'm being excluded. Oh, I, you know, they think X, Y, and Z. Oh, I'm not chosen. We're not gonna be like, oh bravo! Like it will sting. But we don't want to be about ease and flow. Like, what the point? What's the point of ease and flow and being chosen if you're being chosen for something that you actually aren't? Like that will bring more unhappiness. I would so much rather. Hang on, let me find this quote. Okay, so this quote, and it's by Mariam Mayam Hazna. Mayam Hasna. At this point on my path, I would rather be misunderstood and rejected for honouring myself than adored for playing along with a false version someone created for me. Now I could not love that any harder if I tried. I am all about that message. I am all about that life. That doesn't mean that we are going not going to like rub up against moments where we doubt ourselves, where we doubt our worth, and we forget what our core desire in this lifetime is. And mine might be different to yours. Well, mine will be different to yours. Yours will be different to mine. But I know for real that my anxiety flares when I am living according to someone else's goals, when I've given my power away, when I am not Living in accordance with what feels true to me. Now, Glennon Doyle says, it's only ever about doing the next right thing. Now, I have a little differentiate. I have a little like twist on that. And my new thing, and I, you can borrow it. I'm totally going to let you, is it's only ever about doing the next true thing. It's only really ever about doing the next true thing. So to wrap this potty up, if you are feeling, ever feeling not enough, if you are ever feeling like you are too much, remember a couple of little phrases for me. If you believe that someone believes, oh, that is another thing. When we think that we're too much and we're putting these words in other people's hands, are we dealing in fact or feeling? Like we feel like we might be too much right? But is that actually true fact or feeling? Okay. To keep wrapping it up, we'll try and wrap it up again. Circle the wagon, Katie, circle the wagon, put a nice bow around this. A little motto that I like to recite to myself to remind myself of who I am. If I am too much, then go find less, right? And that signals to me that I won't be diluting shit for anyone. I'm going to keep showing up as me, all of me. You can use that one. And if you are uncertain and feeling like you are not enough, well, the, the million dollar like catchphrase is I am enough, but always working out what feels true to you. But it's only really ever about doing the next true thing, right? It's about living in alignment with what feels most true to you. And if you feel like, You're looking outside of yourself. If you feel like you are giving someone else the power to say whether you're enough, whether you're okay, whether that's a good move, I want you to call your power back, stand true in your power. And now take these next like 10 seconds to think of what you want to say to you. What's your power phrase that helps you feel like the lioness, badass, goddess, that you are. What is your power phrase? And on that note, I will leave you with that. If you love this podcast, if you really resonated with this episode, please share it with your friends. I would be so grateful for any five-star reviews and comments. That helps so, 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 so much. I also really love connecting with you guys on Instagram. I really love the engagement there. And as always, I really would love to, while I'm nurturing you guys and loving on our community, I would love to grow our community. So any way that you can help with that by sharing quotes, sharing posts, sharing stories, um, I'm so grateful. I really, really, really appreciate each and every one of you. So big loves, friends, big loves.